Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. tank i don't know what happened but it just is suddenly really dirty hmm. so snails fucking <laughs> i mean <laughs> it might be i'm just like where did all this algae come from i got snails they're supposed to keep their shit clean they're too busy they fell in love and now they're just like they fuck all they're the so time. distracted <laughs> they uh, yeah they can't clean either that or they're like there's too much work for us we need more snails <laughs> maybe <laughs> gotta make more snails yeah that's why you have like 10 kids when you have a farm yes <laughs> That's what my mom always said when we were camping anytime. Like, yeah. That's why you have kids, right? Yeah. Like, I guess. Free sure. labor. My pets don't do shit. No. <laughs> have you seen those videos of like dogs carrying groceries in to the house? Oh, no. I'm like, why don't my dogs do that? Oh, Cricket would definitely try. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cute. I'm She'd just be like, too running excited, though. To the car, and then they put the bag like in their little teeth, and then oh. they like carry it into the house, and that's really cute. Cricket would absolutely do that. Yeah. She probably would. I'm gonna try. You should. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. I assume you're recording. We should probably talk about something interesting. Uh, it's December now. It's December now. How exciting. Great. The year is almost over. Yeah. I feel weird about it. Yeah. I know. It's definitely... Still processing 2019. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well... And here we are. 2020 was such a fake year. <sighs> I know. Anyway, that it's like... One of Sorry, our friends what? the other day was like, if you all are still recording in 2030, yeah. you could start doing movies from the early 2000s yeah. instead of stopping at 2000. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ha ha ha, so far away. And then I was like, that's only eight years away. It's only eight years. I mean, it's not... Which I don't know if we'll st- still be doing the podcast, but just to imagine like, oh, a new decade. Yeah. <sighs> right. It's not that far. No. But also, we just got into this one. So, I mean, it is. I guess. Far. But the time yeah. keeps on ticking. Oh, yeah. Ticking. <laughs> ticking. If I think about it too long, I'll have an existential Don't crisis. Don't think about it. <laughs> Don't think about it. It's okay. just, I mean, it's, you know, like, it's because every year of your life yeah. is a smaller percentage know. of your life. And yeah. so they do seem shorter, mm-hmm. which makes sense. It, it it sort of makes me feel a little bit better to know that it's mm-hmm. not like i mean it's like literally everybody goes through this and it's there's a scientific like mathematic reasoning right. behind yeah. it but also i'm like it means there's nothing i can do <laughs> yeah i know if i think about time too long uh, uh, yeah <laughs> I yeah i just can't i can't think about it yeah i have too many things i want to do well then just start quit thinking about time and just do them i have to stop sleeping if i want to do all i know of them. i know it's like if i didn't have a job yeah. or if i didn't have to sleep right which I have to have a job to pay the bills, so I right. guess I'll just quit sleeping. Yeah. That should work. Yeah. 
Anyway. <laughs> How? This is a podcast about existential crises. Oh, fun. <laughs> for everybody. I don't think I'm in the right headspace for the. <laughs> oh, boy. It's okay. I've been watching Criminal Minds. I've been oh, listening no. to the Magnus Archives. Oh, now no. Now I've been talking about time. I've got to be fun and bubbly children's movie attitude. Yeah. Wow. We have to find something <laughs> that the way that maybe, may, actually, maybe just SpongeBob. Maybe SpongeBob is a cure all because <laughs> I've told you before that my that's my brother and I is like cure yeah. for. If we watch something really scary, it's like, just watch a couple episodes of Spongebob and you'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. And maybe it is also, well, select episodes and, like, earlier seasons. Because I think... Right. It gets a little weird. Yeah. Later on. Yeah. But, like, the comforting ones that you, like, already know. Yeah. Yeah. Not or, the one about rock bottom. No. That one's not fun. <laughs> I can't understand your accent. This is advanced darkness. <laughs> I think of that all the time. Yeah. I explained someone's hair color to them that way once. As advanced darkness? Yeah, did I ever tell you that? No. It was this girl who wanted her hair to be green, Uh and she had put black box dye on her hair. Yeah. And it was, like, halfway down. Yeah. And I was like, listen, I'm gonna be straightforward with you. Mm -hmm. This hair can be green. (laughs) Do you see this hair? (laughs) Have you seen that episode of Spongebob where he goes to rock bottom? (laughs) This isn't just... That you have colored it black. This is advanced darkness. Yes. Because <laughs> I can just tell now I've been doing hair so long. Yeah. I was like, this is not coming out. Yeah. Like, it, it just, just isn't. isn't there. Yeah. yeah. So either it can be green into black. We could cut it all off. Yeah. Those are your options. Well, and she was like, cut it off. I don't give a shit. Yeah. And I was like, tight. Hell yeah. That's the easiest. Right. <laughs> and the most fun. And, you know. But I like when I get to use SpongeBob at work. Yes. But I... I was also going to say. Yeah. In lieu of having to bring a tiny tv in here and cheer me up with episodes of spongebob uh-huh we could just get bubbles oh a bubble machine <laughs> yeah. would be amazing actually but we could talk about movies while there are bubbles all around oh my god and it would be the happiest episode okay go join our patreon <laughs> so that we can buy a bubble machine yes. <laughs> we need to make it cheerier in here yes i actually used that like meme from spongebob the other day because my friend was taking like doing like harassment courses uh-huh. and it had like you know it was just like your typical like work training whatever and it had like all the headings and one of the headings said harassment advanced oh. <laughs> it's like this is advanced harassment oh no <laughs> i don't want to know what that means no do not Yikes. go there no anyway anyway this is a spongebob podcast Aww. just kidding i'm sure there are those yeah they exist no this is replay rewind a podcast where we talk about children's movies from the 90s and before Uh we try and remember the movie then we go watch the movie Mm -hmm. then we talk about the movie Mm -hmm. and we tell you all the information that we can find about the movie yes and during the course of that we are very funny (laughs) and in a very good mood all the time there's so many jokes and we never once make you question your existence (laughs) or feel bad about getting older or None of that. Or why our brains hold on to certain things. Yeah. I'm going to start making notes about that and bring it up to my therapist. Oh, yeah. There we go. I feel like yeah. these are the things I remembered this week. I feel like, actually, if you could just listen to the episode, that's how we'll get more, more listeners. More listeners, yeah. It's just, like, listen, you really just have to listen to <laughs> you it. You just have to hear it. It's just easier if you hear it. Yeah, you just have to subscribe, um, um, follow, review. Join the Patreon. Yeah, for more. <laughs> I really get into it on the Patreon. <laughs> It'll save us so much time. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm 
Meat Wedge, by the way. I'm Bucket Snake, by the way. I have a question for you. Ask me. Did you ever compete in team sports as a youth? I sure did. The whole time. <laughs> Just from day from one. birth, probably. Well, you honestly. were two feet long when you were born, so you were already on the basketball team. Yeah. The baby basketball team. <laughs> but it's a full-size ball. <laughs> Just push it around. Yeah. <laughs> uh, changes the meaning of getting a foul for dribbling. <laughs> if you're a baby. The referee just like slips. <laughs> oh, that's that's a foul for dribbling. Yeah, uh, yeah. I played. Um, it's the bucket snake bragging corner. <gasps> I when I was small, mm-hmm. I played baseball, mm-hmm. basketball, and soccer. Wow. And I was the only not too little boy on the soccer teams in the soccer league. Yeah. And in the baseball league. Nice. And I was on the all-star teams both times. But then when I got old enough, they were like, you have to play softball. Yeah. And you have to play in the girls' league. Yeah. So, like, when I got to middle school age, mm-hmm. they were like, okay, stop playing on the boys' teams. You're Get embarrassing over here. all the boys. <laughs> Where you belong. <laughs> yeah. Because um, I was very good at it. I was very good at sports for a long time. Yeah. Um, I'm still secretly good at sports. Yeah. I'm just naturally coordinated which you wouldn't assume by how much i have fallen down in your presence but (laughs) that's fair i mean i understand because there are things that i can do i don't have very good balance yeah but i can roller skate yeah so i can ice skate have okay balance and i can't yeah put wheels on my feet so who knows actually i just remembered i had a dream that i was roller skating oh how did it go went okay nice yeah you should do it weird for real in Mm. real life with us <laughs> but yeah yeah i always played sports um i got i quit i played basketball mostly so once i got old enough where they were like okay the the sports are starting to get more serious mm-hmm. and the seasons kind of like overlap so you have to pick one sport yeah softball was always too boring for me yeah um and so it was between soccer or basketball and i picked basketball because i was naturally better at basketball like i didn't have to try as hard yeah um and so i picked that one and i played varsity basketball from eighth grade on until i started to become myself Mm -hmm. and i was just did not fit in yeah and i grew up in a small town and like i fit in with the other girls that played like we all got along and it was fine but my coach hated me because I would, like, color my hair weird colors. And, right. like, I didn't, like, dress like a jock during school hours because he was a gym teacher, too. Right. And he just decided that he hated me and he stopped playing me. Boo. And I was like, this is stupid. I quit. Yeah. I need more spare time to listen to Nirvana. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, that's the long-storied history of Bucket Steak. Bucket Sport. Bucket Sport. <laughs> <laughs> that's fun. Yeah, what about you? I, yeah, I played softball as yeah. a kid. I Softball is dumb. <laughs> You're so queer-coded. <laughs> I know. I know. I had real short hair, too, when I did. So funny. I know. Uh, yeah, I played softball for five years. Um, softball is, is stupid, though. Like, the rules of yeah. softball, compared to the rules of baseball, is just dumb. The ball is harder to hold. Yeah. So harder to throw. And the way that you catch. pitch, I feel like, is harder on your yeah. body. Yeah. Yeah, and I yeah. feel like, I mean, they're, you know, the girls who do it are incredible, Yeah, but I feel like the accuracy is harder mm-hmm. to, it's just silly. I don't know. Yeah. I was never a pitcher, so maybe it's not, but it just seems dumb. And then there are things like, you know, the 
it's only seven innings instead of nine and Mm -hmm. there's different rule changes and it's like why just let girls play baseball (laughs) like i don't understand i know but whatever um but yeah i played for five years i like i i I don't know i didn't really like it i am not hmm. you're a raphael i don't like being part of a group that's not true (laughs) i just um in group settings i tend to be the quietest one yeah and so i don't do well on team sports because i tend to get forgotten or whatever and um i'm also very sensitive and i especially was as a child and so it was like you know Mm -hmm. i was like i wasn't very good and so then i didn't get like the encouragement that i probably needed to get better and so then i didn't want to get better and so then i didn't get better so it was just like this whole cycle of like me just basically getting ignored on every team that i've ever been on Mm -hmm. so i was like "Eh, this isn't fun for me right (laughs) yeah but i'd like i would like to play softball now yeah baseball i'm sure there's like an adult friends or people who i know i think would be team. fun yeah and i think i would do better just because i also this may come as a surprise i didn't care about baseball as much growing up as yeah. i do now yeah i saw the evolution of your baseball caring yeah absolutely it wasn't always on when we were roommates nope <laughs> so yeah i just didn't i care about baseball a lot more now than i did yeah so i think i would be more into it and would want to do better Maybe you should join a church so that you can join their softball team. <laughs> I don't have time. <laughs> and uh, you also did roller derby. And I did do, not as a as a child, but... No, yeah. I did do roller derby. But again, same thing. Like, I really enjoyed the sport itself, mm-hmm. but um, just didn't didn't get the feedback that I was looking for Yeah, as for being part of a team. Yeah. Feedback so. is important. I remember my coach, when I was younger, was very encouraging. Mm-hmm. And I still remember some of his, like, wisdom that he gave us growing yeah. up. Um, and then the coach that we had in high school, I feel like he thought that being discouraging would make you, like, work harder. You mm. know what I mean? Yeah. And it just didn't work. Yeah. You know, like, being like, oh, you're stupid. Better prove that you're not. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. It I works need... for some people. Yeah, I but need it positive everybody. feedback. Yeah. Yeah. I just need... I was getting frustrated because I need really any kind of feedback yeah. and i was just kind of like i don't even know if i'm doing this right so yeah. i don't know if i'm learning the wrong thing i don't yeah. know if i if it looks good and i should keep doing it this way like i was getting nothing and so right. i was just like okay well <laughs> how Fuck am i me, supposed I to guess. know yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was kind of frustrating yeah um but the, the sport itself is really fun so why are you talking about sports well because it's december we're yeah. getting into more of the snowy movies even though i don't want to do christmasy movies yet that doesn't snow consistently until like february but it doesn't but it's okay we're, we're starting out no state of mind yes we're getting into one we're easing into it right and so to do that we're starting this month with cool running yeah and i'm i'm super excited about this i've only seen it once seen it in a really long time i've seen it more than once but it's been a long time i am slightly concerned about any racism that may be yeah inherent in a movie from the 90s it's true about a white man coaching a team of black men yes quite possible it is based on a true story right yeah which doesn't obviously what which yeah would not remove racism yeah, from means the... so there's probably more racism honestly but <laughs> yeah hopefully it's not too bad yeah but yeah but uh, yeah i'm excited i mean i really only remember that john candy coaches uh olympic bobsled mm-hmm. team mm-hmm. and they do well they do not. <laughs> well, they do okay. Yeah, they get... But they don't win. They don't win, yeah. 
Which I think is interesting. But nobody believed that they could even get as far as they did. Right. Because they're from Jamaica. Right. And they don't know anything about snow. Jamaican bobsled team. Or bobsledding. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like kind of silly. But then at the end, it's kind of sad. I can't remember why John Candy decided that they would be good at it. I don't remember either. He, He must have like seen them doing something that looked like bobsledding. Yeah. They do something in Jamaica that's like they're on like a cart. Yeah. Or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I can't quite remember. Is it, it might be like, what do you call that? Not go-karts, but like soapbox derby. Oh, yeah, soapbox Might be something stuff. sort of like that. Yeah. Because I, I just remember they keep crashing into stuff. Oh, yeah. Because their one friend, Sanka, every time they crash, their friend's like, Sanka, you dead man. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. So that's that's really all I specifically remember from it is like that scene. There's some scene in like Jamaica where they like crash really hard and yeah. he asks him if he's dead and he's like yeah. yeah. And then uh, they have they try to do what the other gym like what the other bobsled teams are doing mm-hmm. and they're like that doesn't work for us. We need to do what we did in Jamaica. Like we need to stop trying to be them. Yeah. We need to be our own team. And that's when they come up with their like feel the rhythm, feel the rhyme. Oh yeah yeah. Whatever whatever. It's bobsled time. Yeah. Because that was like a rhyme that they used for something whatever they're doing in jamaica that yeah and so then they start doing better because they start being more themselves Mm -hmm. and then i think they crash or something happens because they have to carry their bobsled across the finish line at the end yeah um so they don't they don't win right but they make it to the olympics Mm -hmm. and they're like we're not gonna give up and they all pick up the finish line bobsled yeah Yeah. they carry it across the finish line bobsledding is such a weird sport i know i always liked it like as a kid like watching the i've always liked the winter olympics but watching the bobsledding and like the luge i think are just like really interesting yeah but also like who thought of this i don't know but then that one guy died polar bear like on camera yeah and i was like dale earnhardt no (laughs) no it was a bobsledder or a luge this is irreverent since we're talking about the snow yes it's just like i need to name one of my snails (laughs) snail earnhardt (laughs) Snail Earnhardt is really good. <laughs> anyway. Like anyway. Anyway, yeah, that guy died. That was sad. Guy died and it was sad. <laughs> um, yeah, I can't remember who it is. I think it's uh, it's either Seth Meyer or Seth Meyers? Mm-hmm. Or John Oliver. I think it was Seth Meyers who talked about how the Winter Olympics is just 41 different kinds of sliding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Which is true. <laughs> yeah. You're not wrong. Sliding's cool. Sliding is cool. Humans like to do it. <laughs> Yeah. All right. To varying degrees of success. Exactly. All right. Well, should we go slide into it? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That wasn't very good. No. That's all right. Let's (laughs) slide on out of here. God. Okay. All right. We're going. Uh, Yeah. Slide on over to Patreon and uh, get yourself some bonus episodes right now. Immediately. Go. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. 
Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Well, that was a fucking cool movie. Hey. It's actually hot for a lot of it. Yeah, there's a lot of warmth in it. It's a lot of uh, extremes. It's true. Yeah, hot or cold. But uh, the IMDb says, when a Jamaican sprinter is disqualified from the Olympic Games, he enlists the help of a dishonored coach to start the first Jamaican bobsled team. Some people, you know, they can't believe. Jamaica, we have a bobsled team. (laughs) I would like to surgically remove that from my brain. Well, you can't. You're right. It's there. So I should just embrace it. Yep, it lives there. Hey, guess who's in this movie? Who? Dougie Doug! <laughs> yes. He does a great job! He does a great job. You know, it, it. you're right. It's proof that he just needs a good script and he can do a good job. Yeah, I think he was playing the character as it was meant to be played in mm-hmm. that darn cat. It was yeah. just a terrible just character a, with a you know, bad script, yeah. bad directing. Yeah. They were just like, just act like you're Chris Rock. And yeah. he was like, okay, or Eddie Murphy. Right. They're like an amalgamation of the two. Mm-hmm. Fun fact. Chris Tucker. Yes. Yeah. They really wanted Eddie Murphy to play Sanka Coffee in this movie, but he declined. I feel like he would have been too old. He wasn't getting paid enough. Not in the 90s. These guys are all, like, in their early 20s. Yeah, that's true. Well, they really wanted him. Wait till you hear who they wanted to play Darice. We'll get to that later. Oh. Darice is such a good name. It is. It's, like, good to say. Yeah. Like, why aren't more people named Darice? I don't know. I really like it. I do, too. (laughs) Darice Bennock. It's a good name. Solid. Is that the real guy's name? No. Okay, cool. I'll talk about all of that later. I'm ready. So, during the opening credits, we get a jam. Oh, yeah. First off. Yeah, slaps. This, this whole movie. Jamming. And we see a guy <laughs> who's doing some homegrown sprint training. Yeah. He's, like, made a lane with ribbons and sticks, and he's using rocks as the... What are they... Do they call them chocks? What do they call the little things... They got little triangles that they put their feet on when they start running. Yeah, I don't know. The little triangles. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. He's got rocks. Mm-hmm. And then he looks up and he sees some kids have gathered at the finish line and strung toilet paper across the finish line. I think and it's they're cute. all cheering It him took on. them like three tries to get the toilet paper across yeah. and like they didn't edit it out. They were just like, haha, it's cute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he takes off and he runs down the lane through the... Toilet paper. They're all cheering. He keeps running through the town. Everybody's smiling at him and saying hi, you know, so they all clearly know him. And we get all these shots of where he lives. There's fishing boats, chickens in a truck, marketplace with ladies with these big old baskets on their head. And the ladies are like, he's going to the Olympics. Just you wait. Yeah. And he's just, you know, saying hi. Yeah, it's very cute. Yeah. Go faster, they tell him. You've got the Olympics to get to. Yes. And at the same time, the push cart finals are happening. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of painted cars lined up at the start, mm-hmm. including the Rasta Rocket. Yes. Painted in red, green, yellow, and black. Uh huh. As it should be. Yep. Manned by Dougie Doug. Dougie Doug. With dreads. Yes. And he is named Sanka Coffee. Yes. Which is also just a good name. It is a good name. There's a brand of coffee called Sanka. Oh, yeah. It's just Sanka Coffee. So this is just like a joke. Oh. 
Well, coffee is spelled I-E. Yeah. Movie, so, which... I mean, they're trying to be like, tee but his name is literally just... A coffee brand? Sanka Coffee. Weird. Yes. The first time I ever heard of it was a joke that I heard uh, that goes, what kind of coffee did they serve on the Titanic? Ah, uh, Sanka. Sanka! Sanka, Sanka! <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, Sanka is there. He has a couple of small children with him who are helping put the finishing touches on this push cart. And they're like, all right, it's ready to go. Mm -hmm. So he says, okay, great. Let's hear the cheer. Who's the captain of our crew? Who's a friend to me and you? Kind of nice. Good looking, too. Sanka, Sanka. Yeah, Sanka. So sweet. It is sweet. And then we see the guy from earlier who was running. Yeah, Doris. Shows up and he's kind of playfully insulting him. He's like. You know, who's the guy who never bathes? <laughs> never comes his hair. <laughs> Sanka, yeah! Yeah, and Sanka's like, were you not gonna be here on my big day? Yeah. And he's like, no, man, I'm here. Right? I'm Reese ready. like, you're my best friend. Yeah. Of course I'm gonna be here. Yeah, I would never, never forget. forget this day. Yeah. Anyway, it's race time! Yes! And he high-fives his partner a bunch, makes yep. him kiss his lucky egg. Yep. <laughs> That's like a wooden egg, right? It's made of rubber. Okay. But I think it's supposed to be a real egg, like in the movie. There's no way. No. It's a weird color. It is a weird color, and it would be gross. Yeah. And crushed. But anyway, he puts it in a bag around his neck. Yep. And then he says, feel the rhythm, feel the rhyme. Get on up. It's push cart time. Yeah, and they're off. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I see. They're made of rubber. Yeah. Uh, in an interview that he did in 2015, Dougie Doug says he still has them. Oh, <laughs> that's know. cute. I know. I'm not sure what the point of having a small child on the front of the push carts is. Because you've got Sanka in the back who's driving it. Yeah. And then you've just got a small child hanging on to the front. I don't know if it's for weight distribution or... But the heavier weight should go in front. Shit talking? Yeah. Yeah, because there's a child on every one of these push carts just hanging on. And I, you know, I didn't look into it. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's just tradition. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's on there. They're having a lot of fun. Uh, Sanka is yelling at the top of his lungs. He's, He's just like, a great time. Sanka coffee, pushcart champion. I love Jamaica and Jamaica loves me. Yeah. And they win. Yes. Woo. Yeah. But they can't stop. No. <laughs> <laughs> and they crash straight into a stand. Yes. The small boy, whose name is Winston, mm-hmm. jumps safely out of the way, but Sanka does not and just absolutely crashes into it. Yeah. And a small crowd gathers, including Doris, who runs up and says, Sanka, you dead? Yeah, man. <laughs> so now we see Doris. He's uh, he's running again. Yes. Ready to go for a run. Yeah. His wife. Is it his wife? Yeah. Okay. She is credited as Joy Bannock, so oh, okay. they are married. Cute. His wife, Joy, is like, where do you think you're going? You have papers to grade. Yeah. Which is cute. That he's a teacher. Like, yeah. he's, it's just... Of course he is. It's adorable. Yeah. But he's like, listen, I gotta get into one last run before the qualifying. Mm-hmm. You know, the qualifiers for the Olympics. Yep. And she asks him if he's nervous. Yeah, and he's like, nah, nah, I got this. He's like, listen. Never been nervous in my life. I want it more than anybody. Yeah. I don't care how much they want it. I want it more. I don't care how fast they run. I'm gonna run faster. I'm gonna get that, you know, I'm going to the Olympics. Yeah. And she says, Doris, are you nervous? He says, I'm terrified. Yeah. It's so cute. Yep. And then it's the trials. Yeah. And uh, Joy and Senka are in the audience to, to support. Mm-hmm. Of course. And every a man with a square head. Is that Junior? Yeah. Yeah. His he head is very square. The squarest head I've ever seen. It's just very flat. Yeah. It's almost like he's balding. Like the hair on top is like thinner than on the side. So it makes his head like a very strange shape. I think his head is just shaped 
like a square. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I don't know. But his haircut certainly isn't helping. Yep. But he's also there to run, and mm-hmm. he recognizes Doris, and he's like, it's so cool to get to run with you, and hopefully we get to run together in the yeah. Olympics. Yeah. And then he also tries to shake hands with a scary bald man who is also winding up, and yeah. that guy's like, don't touch me. <laughs> he's like, yucky. He has a very serious goatee as well. That's how you know he's serious. Bald plus goatee, serious man. Serious man. Yep. Yeah, only the top four will get to go to the Olympics. Mm-hmm. So, and there's a bunch of people Yeah. there. Yep. And they're shooting for the Summer Olympics. Right. Which is further away. Right? Because it's... It must be. It's like summer now. Yes. Well, and because, and because usually, later... Like, um, yeah, they say they only have three months. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, the Summer Olympics must be in two years. Yes. Damn. They're just qualifying really early. I guess so. To, like, train and shit. I suppose. Yeah. I guess so. Anyway, the race is on. Mm-hmm. Squarehead. Baldy and Doris. Yeah. So, Junior Yule? Yule. Is his name really Yule Brenner? N- no. The character's name is Yule Brenner, which is a... Yeah, his name is Yule Brenner. Yes. Yeah. Which is a reference to the actor Yule Brenner. Right, that's what I thought. <laughs> I kept waiting for them for him to be like, okay, my name is actually this. Yeah. Nope, his name's just Yule Brenner because of jokes. Okay. Which is like the silliest joke. Both of these jokes, like Sanka Coffee and Yule Brenner are just joke names. And it's very silly because... And Junior's name is just Junior. Yeah. Because kids are not going to get the coffee joke. Yeah. And then Yule Brenner isn't the king and I. Like, he's not like... Right, that's what I was like. That's somebody else's name. Yeah. He spells it differently, but that you don't see that. Like, I so, don't like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. They're just like, he's bald. His name's Yule Brenner. <laughs> like, literally. Okay. It's just a... It's a very, like... It's a hit and miss, like... Yeah. Or swing and a miss, I would say, as yeah. far as the jokes go. Well, anyway, the three of them are out front. Yeah, they're doing great. Yeah. But then, Junior trips. Yeah. And trips the two people next to him, which happen to be Doris and you. Yeah. Just takes him out. And it is so sad, because we get Doris's point of view. He's just got, like, dirt all over his he's face. Crying. And he's crying. Yeah. And then we as look he up and the he other sees... guys finish... Yeah, the and hoist the Jamaican flag and everybody's yeah. cheering for them. And it's just like, oh, he just wanted it so bad. It is not fair. It's not fair. It's not his fault. No. Which is exactly what we see Doris telling Mr. Coolidge in his office. Mr. Coolidge is like in charge of, he's like the Olympic committee representing Jamaica. Yeah. And, he, you know, Doris is like, we have to run the qualifying race again. That wasn't fair. You know, I didn't lose. Yeah. I'm not tripped. Yeah. We just have to do it again. And Mr. Coolidge is basically just like, you know, look, if you want to go to the Olympics, you got to work on your boxing or your cycling. And Reese is like, I'm a runner. I'm not a boxer. I'm not a cycler. Like, that's not me. Right. Yeah. And then he says, well, you know, those are the only sports that Jamaica competes in in the Olympics. Mm -hmm. So it's one of those three. You didn't make the running. You wait four years. Or you just try again in four years, which, as you just pointed out, is going to be six years from now. Yeah. And that's a long time. He'll try out in four years and then go in two more years. But But I mean, you know, especially for athletes, like anything can happen. Oh, absolutely. And your body gets old. Top shape right now. This is the time. Yeah. Other people's bodies get old. Mine hasn't. No. 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 Of course not. I unsubscribed from aging. Right. (laughs) But yeah, so Doris... You know, he's pissed off. Mm-hmm. He's in the office. He's looking around at all the photos on Mr. Coolidge's wall. And he's like, oh, there's this picture of my father. Yeah. Who is this white guy in the photo with him? Yeah. And Mr. Coolidge is like, oh, that's Irving Blitzer, which was also just like 
the most white man snow name yes. I can think of. Very silly. Um, an American who lives here. Yeah. Presuming that he's still alive and hasn't been arrested or shot because he's a bookie now. Right. <laughs> um, but he's won gold medals. Yeah, Dries is like, Dries. he's, there's a gold medal around his neck. Yeah, he's like holding it up. He's yeah. an athlete. Yeah. And uh, Mr. Coolidge is like, yeah, he won gold for bobsledding in the Winter Olympics and he made good friends with your dad because he was trying to convince him to come be a bobsledder because mm-hmm. he thought that track runners would make good bobsledders. Yeah. And he says, can you imagine that? A Jamaican bobsledder. And we can see from Dorisa's face that he can imagine that. Yeah, he's, and he uh, is. the wheels are turning. Yeah. He's looking a little less sad and a little more excited. And he says, hey, can I borrow this photo? And Cool just like, yes, but bring it back. And yes. he's like, all right, cool. I got a plan. And he leaves. And he sticks his head back in. He's like, one more thing. What's what? a bobsled? Bobsled. <laughs> <laughs> and then we see the Rasta rocket. And Doris is kicking the wheels off of it. And he says, that's a bobsled. That's a bobsled. Yes. Sanka says, oh, so it's like a pushcart with no wheels. Yeah. <laughs> I need to not do a Jamaican accent because I can't do it. And I'm no. going to turn Sanka into something else. So he's like, okay, it's like a pushcart with no wheels. Yes, yes. Yeah. And so Sanka <laughs> takes Doris's book to learn more. And... He reads, the key elements for a successful sled team are a steady driver and three strong runners to push off down the ice. Ice? 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 <laughs> like ice ice? Ice? <laughs> Teresa's like, well, yeah, it's a winter sport. He says, you mean winter like ice. This scene fucking got me. I watched it so many times. Yeah. Because the way that, like, Sanka, he's, okay, he's reading. Okay, yeah, bobsledding. Right, mm-hmm. right, Needed yeah. for blah, 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 to push off down the ice. Ice? You know. And then... Like, penguins and igloos and ice? He says, yeah. yeah. And he goes, see you. Drops the book, please. <laughs> but Doris is like, wait, who is the best pushcart driver in all of Jamaica? You're looking at him. Then you gotta do it. No! <laughs> <laughs> Just <laughs> that part, too. Then you're gonna do it. No! Just, he's still smiling. He's still just like, that's me! Yep. I am not! I'm not doing anything oh. that has to do with ice. Fucking cracked me up. Yes. He says, <laughs> he starts walking away. Doris is like, where are you going? He says, I'm going to take a hot bath. It makes me cold just thinking about it. <laughs> but Doris is like trying to convince him. He's like, listen, you know what? It's fine. You could have been famous. You could have had your face on a Wheaties box. But mm-hmm. no, you said no. You turned down my offer. And you know what? That's fine. Because everybody's going to want to be on my bobsled team. And I don't need you. I don't need you. Yep. But Sank is like, hey, man, we've been friends for a long time. You don't need to give me all this shit. You want my help? All you have to say is, Sanka. You're my best friend, and we've been through a whole heap together, and I really, really need you. So Dury says, Sanka, you're my best friend, and we've been through a lot together. A heap? A heap. We've been through a whole heap together, <laughs> and I really, really need you. No. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, but you said, if I you, said. Yeah. It's like, okay, 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 fine. All right. I'll do, I'll do it. it. God. So, we're off to find Irving. Sanka's like, so you're telling me this guy's really good at bill sledding? bobsled yeah whatever <laughs> whoever whoever <laughs> <laughs> yeah john candy who is irving blitzer mm-hmm. sounds like a fucking weatherman <laughs> is he- i'm irving blitzer with the weather yeah he's yelling at a radio <laughs> yes. in a pool bar yes there's horse racing going on mm-hmm. and he's losing yeah he loses yeah. picks up a pool cue yeah checks that it's straight uh-huh and then smashes the radio with it yep and then it's just like, okay, next race. Which, what are you going to listen to it on, Irv? Right. Your other radio, Yes, Yeah, yeah, he just pulls one out from his pocket. Yeah. <laughs> his dog pocket. Mm-hmm. 
So Doris and Sanka approach him. Mm-hmm. And Doris says, you know, are you Irving Blitzer? To which, of course, he says, that depends on who's asking. Yes. Doris introduces himself. My name is Doris Bannock. This is my friend Sanka. And we are here to have you coach the first ever Jamaican bobsled team. Yeah. Irving doesn't say anything. No. He just stands up. Gets another pool cue. Make sure it's straight. Make sure it's straight. Mm-hmm. Zanka's like, hey, remember the radio? The pool, pool cue with the radio? Hitting the, hitting the thing with the thing? We should go. They book it. Yeah. And they run away. Uh-huh. But he's just playing pool with it. Uh-huh. Zanka and Doris are watching through a window. Yeah. I'm like, come on, coach. Just help us get started. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Then there's, like, this little, basically, montage of them trying to convince just him. harassing him. Yeah. 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 They hide in the bathroom. Stall. And he mm-hmm. goes in and they scare the crap out of him. And then they're waiting, giggling outside. And he just like grabs Therese by the neck. And he goes, leave me alone. And Sanka goes, okay, bye. <laughs> Takes off running. Nice to meet you. He says out the door. Sanka keeps calling him sled god. <laughs> <laughs> this is so funny. Yeah, it's cute. Uh, I'm getting the feeling Irving Blitzer doesn't want to coach their Jamaican bobsled team. No, but Therese keeps being like, hey, you know, maybe it was a bad day to ask. Yeah. Maybe we'll try again another day. Uh Uh-huh. I'll just come back tomorrow. Yep. And the next day. Yep. And the next day. Uh Uh-huh. And the next day. And the next day. Yeah. (laughs) And, yeah. Irving is like, you know what? Here are some things you need that you don't have. Mm Mm-hmm. Snow! It's fucking hot here, man. We live in Jamaica. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Two. Time. The Olympics are in three months. Yeah. You don't have enough time to Mm -hmm. learn anything. You don't even fucking know what bobsledding is. And three. Me. You don't have me the coach you need me you don't have me don't fucking bother me anymore i don't want to talk about bobsledding i don't want to teach bobsledding i don't want to think about bobsledding i don't want to be within two thousand miles of anybody who does it good day sir day sir <laughs> but Doris kind of plays his trump card and he's like listen he's like if you hate it so much why do you have that poster on your wall and it's mm-hmm. from like the early 62 olympics, olympics or whatever yeah, yeah. and Lake he's City. like Oh, is that what's bothering you? And he yeah. just walks over and tears it up. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, there you go. Yeah. Okay. Good. Dear sir. Yeah. Get out of here. But this is when Doris plays his trump card. He slides the picture that he borrowed from Mr. Coolidge's office over and he's like, hey, that's you, right? And that's Ben Bannock. That's my dad. Yeah. I'm okay? Doris Bannock. And you always wanted to try and make Jamaican track stars into bobsledders and you didn't get that chance. Well, here's your chance, dude. Here I am. I'm the best. And he's like, you're not the best. Ben Bannock was the best, okay? He could run the 100 meter sprint in 10 seconds flat. And he says, well, I can do it in 9-9. Shit. <laughs> yep. And he's like, I'm I'm the one you're looking for. I'm that. Let's see if, let's see if we can do it. Yep. And uh, Irving makes a face that lets us know that he's going to do it. Yeah. He don't want to. No. But he's going to. But he kind of wants to. He kind of does. Because Doris is right. Yeah. That was his dream. He never got to do it. Yep. So now we're holding tryouts, more of like an interest meeting. Yeah. Yeah. And we're watching like one of those old instructional videos <laughs> on a projector about <laughs> what bobsledding is. Bobsledding. A great American pastime. Is it? No. <laughs> <laughs> so we got a bunch of dudes in this room. There's like, a lot. Yeah. Doris and Irving are up at, on stage. Senka's running the projector, and Doris is explaining that we need two more people. This is our coach, Irving Blitzer. Yes. And everybody's watching this video of bobsledding. It looks like a lot of fun. Irving's like, this is how you do it. You got four people. You hop into the sled. You slide down the hill. And then 
it just turns into a horror reel of bobsled crashes. And he's like, ooh, yeah, oh, yeah, that, oh, that one hurt. Yeah, and, and says, then he says, always remember, your bones will not break in a bobsled. Yeah. They will shatter. They shatter. So, who wants in? Uh-huh. And then the lights come on. Uh-huh. And there are only two people in the room. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone has left. Yes. Except, wait, it's not empty. Oh. Baldy has returned. Ignorant bald head. <laughs> His name, we learn, is Yule Brenner. Yes. He doesn't really want a bobsled so much as he wants to leave Jamaica. Yeah. And the Olympics was supposed to be his ticket out, but we saw how that went. So he's right. like, I'll do literally anything to get off this stinking island. Yeah. And Doris is like, yeah, no problem, dude. Whatever you said. Cool. But Irving is like, yeah, problem. You only have three people. We need one more. Mm-hmm. But guess who else is there? Who is it? It's the guy with the square head. Uh-oh. He's got a lot of damn gall showing his face in this meeting. Yeah, because it's his fault. Yeah. That, you know, the two people who were gonna go are not going. It super is his fault. Yeah, Yule clearly wants to kill him, but Doris is thrilled just to have another guy. Yep. And he missed the meeting, so he didn't see all the crashes, but he's just like, is the meeting over? And they're like, you know what? Don't worry about it. You're, you're in. We're good. Yeah. yeah. You don't need to see that. Yule is like, no, absolutely not. I'm not doing anything with that motherfucker. And he goes to, like, kill him. Sanka jumps on his back. Yeah. He and Doris, like, hold him back. Yeah. And Doris is like, listen, I'm mad at him, too, okay? He cost me the Olympics as well. Right. I could be mad at him. But without him, there's no team. Yeah, we need him. We need him. We need a fourth guy. Yeah, we still have this goal. Yeah. We gotta work together. So Yule's like, fine, fine. Yeah. <laughs> Sanka's like, I don't know what you were so mad about. Doris was gonna beat both of your butts. Yule says, how about I beat your butt right now? Sanka says, how about I draw a line down the middle of your head so it looks like a butt? <laughs> That's so funny. It really is. Yule says, you know what? Fuck this. I'm like, I don't give a shit. I'll find some other way off the stupid island. Yeah, but Doris is like, all right, stay here. Yeah. We're going to Canada. Mm-hmm. Which convinces Yule. Yep. He's like, oh, you're like, you're like, you're leaving. Yeah. Okay, I'm coming. All right. We're going to Canada. Cool. But he says, okay. But Mama's boy over here better yeah. not touch me. Mm-hmm. So now we see a bobsled. Sort of. It has yeah, wheels. Yeah. And it's just kind of a tube. It's not very aerodynamic. It's it, really rusty. Yeah. It's, yeah. I wonder where he got it. Probably just taped it together himself. <laughs> uh, I taped these myself. But it'll have to do. Yep. Irving assigns them their positions. Mm -hmm. uh, Yule is second middleman. Junior yep. is first middleman. Sanka is the brake man in the back. Right. He's like, no, I'm the driver. I'm the best... The best pushcart driver in all of Jamaica. I'm the driver. I'm gonna be the driver. They argue about it for a little bit too long. They yeah. go back and forth one too many times. Yeah. But he finally... Irv finally says, listen, buddy. <laughs> I've got two gold medals. Nine world records. Ten years of Olympic competition. But he also says... <laughs> In this moment. Yeah. He says that he competed in both the four-man and two-man sleds. Right. And so I'm like, if there's a two-man option, why, why are you sweating Yule and Junior? They did just do that. Maybe it's not as easy to get into. Maybe. I think, I mean, the only thing I can think of is he's like, I want as many track stars as possible so we yeah. can go as fast as possible. Maybe. And Sanka is not a runner. That's true. Um, which somebody pointed out, they were like, it's never explained how Sanka keeps up with these three near-Olympic qualifying track stars. That's I true. think he just holds on for dear life. Yeah, he just slides along behind them. <laughs> yeah. He's not actually He's helping. not running at all. Yeah. But, uh, 
Basically, Earp is like, I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Mm. Also, the driver has to put in way more work than everybody. He has to know every turn mm-hmm. of every course that you're going on. When the rest of you get to go out for beers, he's in the hotel studying the courses. Right. You know, yeah. like, it's so much responsibility. First to show up, last to leave, blah, 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 he's blah. He's got the responsibility of keeping everyone alive. Yeah. And then he's like, ah, oh, Dries should do it. Yeah. <laughs> and we see Dries, you know, he, he still wants to do it, but he's, you know, before it was like, haha. Funny yeah. joke thing, and now he's like, oh shit. Oh, this is this, serious. This is yeah. serious, but, you know, he's into it. Especially because, like, sprinting as a sport is such a solo thing. Yes. And this is, like, learning how to work as a team on top of learning a new sport. Right. Is a lot. And with this team that <sighs> has no idea what they're slapped doing. together, doesn't yeah. know what they're doing, doesn't like each other. <laughs> yeah. Junior. Then we see Junior. Junior has to tell his dad mm-hmm. that he wants to bobsled. Mm-hmm. So he is. Just kidding. He's practicing on the cutest, saddest, tiredest bloodhound I've ever seen that's just <laughs> sleeping on top of a car. Yes. Junior is polishing his car and the dog is just laying on top of In it. In the way. Yeah. <laughs> Super cute. Yeah. But he's like, I don't care what you want. I don't care if you cut off my allowance. This is what I want to do, he says to the dog. Right. But then his dad rolls up. Mm-hmm. And he just goes back to wiping down the car. Yeah. Yeah. His dad gets out and is like, hey, good news. I got you a job. Mm-hmm. And you start at the end of the month. Neat. What is it? It's in Miami. <laughs> with this firm. It's like some names. Yeah. Webster. Webster and. Consulting firm or something. <sighs> Starts with a C. Cohen. Yeah. Webster, Webster and Cohen. Yeah. Webster, Webster and Cohen. <laughs> I in miami yeah that's another country mm-hmm. his dad just showed up and went i got you a job in another country you start at the end of the month bye, bye. get out of my nest yeah jesus christ not even like oh i got you in K- K- kingston like a bigger city like you have to- no nope. far away from mm-hmm. all of your friends and the people that you know and care about and your family yeah and, his like- dad just sees Junior as an extension of himself. He does not think of him as a yeah. person. Because yeah. he tells him, he says, you know, look, we put up with your track nonsense long enough, mm-hmm. but it clearly didn't pan out, and so now I've got you a real job. It's fine to, time to start focusing on your career and your future, and so this is what's happening. And Junior's just like, okay. Yep. Yes, sir. Very sad. Yeah. Also, <laughs> like, who's mad at their kid for being, like, a good athlete? That's right? so silly. Yeah. I don't know, I guess, because he's just like, well, you can't make any money off of it. If but you're like, in the Olympics, you can. The Olympics! Yeah. Michael Phelps has a lot of money. Well, it's all about endorsements. But, I mean, if you get yeah. to the Olympics, and you're good. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> His dad walks away, and he looks at the dog and goes, well, we sure told him. <laughs> oh, So sad. So, yeah, now they're practicing. Irving explains that the most important part of the bobsled race is the push-off. Yes, this good... is why he wanted the track stars. Right. A good team can do it in 5.7 seconds. Mm-hmm. They need to do it in six or fewer seconds. Right. Or they're sunk. Yep. And then there's a montage uh-huh. of practicing. Uh-huh. And they're bad. Yeah. They do a lot of falling. Yeah. And rolling around. and. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kids are just watching and laughing at them as they flying out of the flop. Yeah, out of the bobsled. Sometimes they can't make it in on time. Yeah, but, but they're getting better. Yeah, yeah. Irving is timing them, and he's like fourteen point five, thirteen point one, eleven point. You know, they're taking seconds off their time. Yep. They're nowhere near six seconds, but that number's getting smaller. Uh, there's a lot of crashing. Yes, 
And then they're having some popsicles by an ice cream truck while Irving explains that cold weather endurance is very important. Yes. So he opens the door to the ice cream truck and there's Senka. He is frozen. He breaks off one of his locks. Because it is solid frozen. Yeah. He's like... I don't think that's actually possible, but no, it's funny. but it is funny. Yes. Cold enough for you. Yeah. But, hey, then we see a run where they take off, and they all get in successfully this time. Mm-hmm. And Irving times it, and he looks at his watch, and he seems pleased. Yeah, he's like, oh, shit. But then they take off down the road, and they cannot stop. No. The brakes do not work. No. And they crash into a cop car. Yep. <laughs> Sanka, you dead? Yeah, man. <laughs> The cops are laughing at them. Yeah. Because they're, they're like, like, what the fuck is this? And it's like, like, it's a bobsled. Bobsled. It belongs to us. We are bobsledders. And they're like, yeah, we weren't born yesterday, buddy. Yeah, we should arrest you. <laughs> Jamaica. Yeah. You recall. But then Irving comes running down the hill. 5.9! Guys, you did it in 5.9! He pushes the cop out of the he's way. Like, hey, he just hey, goes, hey, get out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, is the sled okay? Are you guys okay? And they're like, yeah, we're fine. The sled's fine. He's like, great. Well, it's in the wrong spot. Back to the top of the hill. Yep. Just completely ignores this cop. Now we see Irving asking Mr. Coolidge for money. Yeah, because they need money to get to the Olympics. Yeah. That costs money. Mm-hmm. Mr. Coolidge is not soups keen on giving it to them, though. Yeah, he's like, listen, I just need 20 grand so I can get them to the Olympics. Yeah. Because the, you know, implication is that Mr. Coolidge is like, I can't fund a winter sports team. You know, we can't be. And he's like, I'm not asking for you make a whole winter olympics division i'm asking for a lousy twenty thousand dollars so i can take me and these four guys just to calgary that's it just 20 grand yeah Yeah, but coolidge is like listen they may be good at doing what you're doing right now but this is they've never been on ice they've never seen a sled they don't know yeah i'm not gonna let you go down there and or go up there i guess yeah (laughs) and embarrass our whole country Mm mm-hmm Yes, he says, you embarrassed your own country. You're not going to embarrass ours. So we're like, uh-oh, Ooh, scandal. What, in. what did he do? Yeah, but Irving's like, listen, I know a bobsled team when I see one. Mm-hmm. And this is it. Mm-hmm. And Coolidge is like, okay, you're about to convince me, but you need to practice more and I'll come check it out. Yeah. But Irving's like, no, no. we have to do this now. We have to sign up now. We gotta yeah, go. We don't have time for this. Yeah. So he's like, you know what? Fuck it. Fine. And he leaves. And... He tells Darice, you know, he's like, it's not happening. But Darice is like, it's fine. We'll get the money somehow. Don't even worry about it. Yeah. and then Not phased. Irv says, do you know the meaning of give up? Yeah. And he goes, nope. <laughs> he's just smiling the whole time. Yep. Sanka has written a song. Oh, how's it go? Meanwhile, do you remember it? Can you remember it? Some people, you know, they can't believe Jamaica, we have a bobsled team. We got the one Darice and the one Junior. I don't know. Pass that. <laughs> Yeah, because we get like this little montage. Sanka's outside singing this song, like busking. Trying to, yeah, get money. Doris goes to a bunch of like loan officers and is being laughed out of every office that he goes into. Mm-hmm. Which I thought it was nice that they showed like a woman. I don't know why. I was yeah. just like, oh look, a woman. Very diverse crowd. Yeah. Uh, denying him the opportunity. Yul Brenner is challenging everyone to arm wrestling. Uh huh. And betting on himself, I guess. Yeah, it's uh one dollar to the winner. Yeah. So he keeps beating everybody except for this one giant lady yeah. <laughs> who's just like looking him in the eyeballs. Very strong. He's she like, should try out for the Olympics. Truly. Yeah. Uh, Darice and Senka open a kissing booth. Yeah. Everyone is lined up to kiss Darice. 
No and he kisses a woman and enjoys it a bit too much because his wife is next in line. Yeah. And she's like, it's time to go. Yo. Yeah, no one kisses Senga, though. Nope. Except for the old toothless lady who's next in line. Uh, and then we see a guy come up to Senka while he's singing and says, I'll give you a dollar to shut up. <laughs> a dollar's a dollar. Hey, anyway, you can get it. So now they're counting their money, but like, they only have like $200. Yeah, they have 1% of what they need. Yeah. But so Doris finally is like, yeah, it's not happening. Yeah. You know, we gotta, we gotta face the facts here. But then Junior shows up. Yeah. And dumps a bunch of money on the table. Yeah. Just out of a bag, just dumps it on the table. Yeah. I wonder if he stole a bunch of antique coins. <laughs> no he sold his car oh yeah he sold his car yeah 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 but Teresa's is like this isn't fair you know you shouldn't have to do that like we should do this all together mm-hmm. but he's like no if i it's my fault that we aren't at the olympics already and nope. i want you to have the money mm-hmm. yeah Teresa's is like you mean you want us to have it yeah he's like yep yeah. Joy is like, it was really, make sure you thank your dad, because it was really nice of him to let you sell your car. And Junior's like, yeah. About he that. doesn't know I sold it. Also, he doesn't know I'm on the team. He thinks I'm in Miami. Uh-huh. We should go. Yep. Time to go. <laughs> so they do. Yep. Time to get on the plane. Mm-hmm. And they get off the plane, and it is very cold. They all just stand in their doorway, leaving the airport. Yeah. And look at the snow, like, ah. Yep. <laughs> we get a very quick scene of Sanka taking everything he owns out of his suitcase and putting it on all at once. That's and then me. puts his suitcase on. Yep. And he's like, okay, now I'm ready. Yes. But also, it's negative 25 where they are. So. Yeah. It's not even just like, they're like, oh, we're from somewhere warm and now we're somewhere cold. Yeah. Like, that would be very cold to anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody with half a brain would yeah. be like, fuck this. But Irving's like, what is it, cold? Then they get on the bus. He's like, yeah, it's not the heat. It's not the heat. It's the humidity that'll get you. Oh, my God. I missed <laughs> that part. That's so funny. It is great. So they stop at a sports shop and buy some parkas. Yeah. And now. Because they were unprepared. On to the Olympic Committee or whatever you call these guys who are sitting. Yeah, I didn't realize that you no. could just go sign up to try out for the Olympics. Yeah, because he just walks in and he's looking around. He's like, hey, ask anybody know where I can register for bobsled? No yeah. one is fucking helping no. him. But finally he finds the table, gets to the guy with his computer. Yeah, and he's like, who are you trying to register? Mm-hmm. And he says, mm, for Olympics. <laughs> he like mumbles it. Right. The guy's like, ha ha. Very funny. A hilarious joke you've told me, sir. Uh, now, which country was it? And he's like, yeah, it's Jamaica. Yeah. But for real, though. Yep. On his way back, he runs into some of his old teammates. Roger, who greets him warmly. Kurt, who refuses to talk to him, because it hasn't been long enough, he says. Mm-hmm. And Larry, who calls him fat. He's yeah. like, oh. Not not even just fat. He's really goes, let yourself go or something. Jesus, John. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> John Candy. John is his real name. <laughs> Jesus, Irv, what have you done to yourself? Fucking rude. But so Irving, realizing that Roger is the only one who's going to fucking help him, is like, hey, you know that spinny restaurant? Meet me there in 30 minutes. <laughs> you know that spinny restaurant? Yeah. I mean, That's it is a landmark for whatever sure. Whatever he says. Can't miss it. In the restaurant, Irving tries to put off the meeting. Yeah, he's, he's like, like, do you, you drink? Do you want a drink? You want, want a salad? Do a salad. Nice he's salad. Like, he's like, I do, what? I don't have time for this. What do you want? And he finally reveals the reason for his meeting, which is, uh, we don't have a bobsled. Yeah, I need a sled. 
Could we borrow one? You showed up to the Olympic trials without a sled. He's like, yeah, I got $4,800. Yeah. Just need something. I just need a sled. I just need something I can compete in. That sucks to think, though, that, like, not only do you have to be good at the sport, but you have to have money. Which I know a lot of sports are that way. Yeah. But it's just sad. It is like, sad. To, like, look at it. Yeah. Be I know. faced with it. Yeah. I mean, I don't... I played sports growing up, and we had to buy, like, uniforms and new shoes every year. Mm-hmm. And it was always a bit of a strain. Mm-hmm. So... It's yeah. just rude. I mean... You had to have matching shoes or you couldn't play. It yeah. It was like, yeah, sorry, parents, figure it out. That's fucked up. Yeah. There should be some sort of fund to help... Right. ...children play. To be fair, I, you know, kids are growing. You do have to buy new shoes, like, constantly. Yeah, that's true. You know what doesn't take money? Sprinting. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You just need your feet. Yeah. When I was in high school, there was... We had a, a foreign exchange student from Kenya who mm-hmm. ran track nice. barefoot. Yeah. Because he was just like, it just feels better this way. Well, and a lot of runners say that it's actually better for you to run barefoot, you know, and they sell those shoes that are like... Just gloves. Yeah, you're basically your barefoot, which sounds terrible. It does. It's just the toes, you know, like running with those things like in between your toes. Yeah. But it does make sense because you don't have to deal with any kind of like slipping between, you know, if you're yeah. wearing a sock or your yeah. sole, the sole of your shoe or your... Yeah. It's for just sure. your feet in the ground. I mean, yeah, that's how we were designed. Yep. <laughs> Anyway. Anyway. It Roger says. That they need a bobsled. And they fine. Can't it. I'll see what I can do. With $4,800. Yeah. It's just a tube. Why is it so expensive? Well, it's made of fiberglass. Oh, true. I'm going to look up how much they cost. Okay. I'm curious. What Roger really wants to know, though, is, is what if. What fuck he's doing? He says, is, you know, is this all a big joke? And Irving's like, no, I'm. 100% serious. Because Roger says, do you really think that these guys can qualify? And Irving says, not only are they going to qualify, they're going to make waves. They're going to turn heads. And he says, three of the dudes on this bobsled team can run the 10 meter sprint in under 10 seconds flat. Yeah. They're lightning. And Roger says, yeah, but can lightning run on ice? It's a good question. An Olympic sized bobsled can cost at least $30,000. But this price can be higher as the design becomes more complex. In fact, it was reported that the U.S. Olympic team's bobsleds during the 2010 Olympic Games was priced around $50,000. Jesus Christ. Yeah, so I guess him coming in with like, I got 4800 bucks. Yeah. It's like, cool. Like That's nice. <laughs> what am I supposed to do with that? <laughs> get Put your boys up in a real nice hotel for a week and then get your asses out of Calgary. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with you, dude? He's like, look, practice sled, I don't give a shit. As long as it runs. Uh, to answer the question, no. <laughs> <laughs> they cannot. We cut to an ice rink. We see some dudes doing some speed skating. Yeah, which is very cool. So cool. I love I love the Winter Olympics. I and love... they play like almost like synchronized swimming music yeah. while they're skating. And I'm like, ah, this is like pleasing yeah. to watch. Yeah. Yeah. I got not super into, but there was definitely an Olympics where I was like all about speed skating. Yeah. Because it's fun to watch. And because Apollo Anton Ono was on the top of his game and he's hot. Oh, I don't know. Is he nice? Seems like it. <laughs> uh, Doris and the boys are watching the speed skaters, mm-hmm. and they're like, that looks super easy, and then they turn around <laughs> and all fall on their asses. Like, to be they fair, don't even move. They're just wearing, like, normal shoes on ice, which is, you know. Well, they're wearing bobsled shoes. Oh, are they? Okay. Yes. I thought they were just wearing their normal shoes. No, because they say, Irv, these shoes, they ain't doing shit. Yeah. And he's standing there in his coat with his special shoes on. He's like, you gotta grip with your toes. Oh, yes. And they're like, 
yeah, okay. Yeah. And then they're like, whoop! It doesn't help. <laughs> they fall down so much. They fall down a lot. Yeah. And he's like, all right, guys, you better get off the ice before practice begins. And they're like, what practice? And he goes, that practice. And then the fucking, like, communist party <laughs> hockey team comes in. Yep. The Soviet Union. Uh-huh. Yeah. And they fall down more. They fall down a lot more. So then we see... Darice watching a bobsled team practice. Mm-hmm. And they look so cool and coordinated. Yep. Their outfits match. They're in sync. They count to three in German. Yeah. Eins, zwei, drei. And then they take off. And they're like, whoosh. Yes. Going down the ice. They are fully sideways at some parts yeah. of this run. Yeah. Bobsledding just looks like so much fun. It looks terrifying. Yes. But also fun. I always wanted to do the luge. Oh, yeah. But you're laying on your back. Yeah, I don't know how you... And looking at your own toes. Don't. Which seems miserable. But yeah. you don't want to crash head first, so... Toe first. Yeah. So Irving and the boys get their sled. Yes! It is held together with hopes and dreams. Yes! Yeah. It's just a huge hunk of metal. Yeah. And, like, Irving is just, like... He's trying to kind of, like, defend it. Yeah, he's apologizing. He's like, you don't know what I had to get there to get it. Yeah. Like, I know it's not much, but, you know, it's all we got. Like, and we, Therese is like, the best. Shh, 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 shh. she's beautiful. She's so pretty. Yeah. He's excited. Yeah. So it's qualifier time. Yes. Team Jamaica shows up with their sled, and everyone just stops and stares at them. It's so rude. So many white people. Yes. So many white men. Yes. But you know what? They're like, whatever. They go to the top of the hill anyway. Yep. Yeah, and he's like, all right, guys, get in. And they're like, wait, don't we have to, like, yeah. push off? And he's like, this is your literal first time in a sled on some ice. We're going to take it slow. Yeah. You get in. I will push you. I just want you to feel how it goes. Yep. And while they're doing that, well, for Senka, is like, you will kiss my egg. And he was like, no. No. I'm not kissing your stupid egg. And then we see, a, I think it's a Swedish team. Yeah, it's the Swedish team. Are watching and making fun of them. Yeah. And Junior's like, do you ever get the feeling that uh, no one around here likes us? Yeah, and Yule's like, yeah, it's because we're different and people are scared of things that are different. Yeah. Yeah. Irving says, hey, don't look at him. This guy's name is Yosef Gruel. Got the most, like, white I know. name. Like Scandinavian. <laughs> yeah, Scandinavian, yeah. yeah. You know, he's like, he's the best, but don't worry about him. You look at me, remember what I told you, mm-hmm. this is about us. Yep. So he's like, okay. And he pushes him down the hill. And Sanka screams the whole way down. Yeah. Therese, I hate you! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they, they go all right for a while, but then they mm-hmm. crash in the tunnel. Yeah, it's like a really jarring shot because they go in the tunnel and, and they, they do not come out the other back end. Out, There's yeah. just a big noise. And then, of course, we hear Teresa say, Sanka, you dead? Yeah, man. <laughs> so now we're back in the hotel. Mm-hmm. Yule and Sanka get into a bit of a fight because Sanka's like, hey, calm down also i think you're a caveman i think you don't know how to read and you like you are what's wrong with jamaica because you're going nowhere and you're thrilled about it yeah yeah and... but junior is like listen my own father started out in a one-room hut and now he lives in one of the biggest houses in kingston yeah you know like you can do it too we can all do it if we just put our mind to it and work hard yeah and we'll make the world better Exactly. And for everyone, but especially for Jamaicans. But because they're kind of making fun of Yule because he's like, listen, I'm going to get off the island. I'm going to get famous and rich and I'm going to go live here. And he points to a picture of Buckingham Palace. He's, and that he was like carrying around in his pocket. He's, it's crump, like it's like folded. Like he's yeah. been carrying it for so long. He's like, this is my dream. And Sanka makes fun of him. He's like, 
You don't oh, even know where that is. Yeah, That's you're going to have to Buckingham Palace. marry the queen if you want to live yeah. there. Yeah. And so, you know, Doris, like, kind of gently is like, That's where, That's where the queen lives. Yeah. But... And so he like crumples it up and he throws it down but Junior goes and picks it up and gives it back to him and he says you go get your palace and I was just like it's so nice yeah. because Yule has been nothing but mean to Junior and he still stands up for him and yeah. he's like hey if he wants to do it he can do it and he's gonna do it it's one of the him. best parts of the movie I think is they're like they start out so yeah. antagonizing yeah. and then they slowly become friends over the course of the movie and yeah. they do a good job showing Why? their relationship develop yeah. rather than just like well they're friends now Yep. yes yeah. I mean especially because Yule has every right to be mad at Junior for forever yeah you know yeah. like Absolutely. he's not coming from a place of like I just don't like you Junior yes. fucked up <laughs> yeah and he resents him too because yeah. he has so much money without right. trying yeah and he's Yule's like, like I've been trying and you who don't even have to try have fucked everything up for me yeah. yeah, but you don't need this. You know, you could just, you got your job in Miami, you know, at Webster, Webster, and Cohen. You could just go. Yeah. Um, Why so is that don't, name so funny? I don't know. <laughs> but anyway. So they're cute and I love them. But yeah, so anyway, we see they're, the German team. They're Yeah, they're they're crushing it. And mm-hmm. then the Jamaican team is up. I guess they just get like a bunch, they're allowed to just practice a bunch before the official things. Because yeah. the course is always different, right? Yes. Yeah. It's not like, like every winter olympics they change it so they can't actually like prepare very much they just have to go practice right i think there are like a couple options for what it could be and i know that when they do get to the actual like races there are like three heats because we see them compete a couple different times um but But yeah because we see like we see darice in the hotel later like looking at pictures yeah of the turns and stuff yeah so i think you get a chance like it can either look like this or look like this or look like this maybe but i'm not entirely sure um but yeah so it's their first time doing an actual push start on ice on the ice yes and they fuck it up <laughs> yeah they don't make it in no yeah and we see kurt there who is waiting and he f- photographs them he photographs them like on time to get them just flip flop it all over yeah, the ice. falling out yeah and then we see that it gets into the paper and it says like jamaican team chases sled or whatever and yeah the paper makes it to mr coolidge who was pissed because he was like you're not gonna make a fool of my country and it seems like he is and it gets to junior's dad who sees is... it and is like oh that's my son he is not in miami uh-huh he is in fact surrounded by snow turns out could not be further from miami now we see Larry, who has come to talk to Doris. Yeah, the Doris is, like, polishing the sled or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Larry comes in and is like, you know, it would be a real waste of talent. And it's sad that you all are working with Irving. Because yeah. he, you know, lost his gold medals or whatever. Right. Yeah, Doris is like, what do you mean he lost his medals? And he's like, well, he cheated. He put a bunch of weights in the front of the sled to make it go faster, and they stripped him of his medals. And he's a disgrace, and nobody likes him. And he's the reason that you all aren't doing well. It's, like, his fault. You guys are great. Mm Mm-hmm. But But he's pulling you down. Yep. But Irving shows up just then. Larry looks so, like... (gasps) Yeah. (laughs) Oops. Busted. Like, you know what you're doing, man. Yep. But, yeah, he shows up and tells Doris they have a meeting. Mm Mm-hmm. So they leave. Mm-hmm. And then we see Yule and Junior, who are just hanging out in their hotel room together, and they're, like, kind of friends now. And it's cute. Yep. And a telegram shows up. For Junior. For Junior. From his father. Yeah. And it says he has to come home right away. Yeah. 
<sighs> now we're in a bar. A country bar. Yes, some in line Canada. dancing is happening. Yes. It's fun. Is it? I, d- I do not understand the appeal of line dancing. It's fun. I've done it. Yeah. I've done square dancing. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's what this is. Yeah. They're in a square. Sanka is <laughs> doing his best, but he is completely, like, out of sync. He's not sure what's happening. He's just... He's, but, you know, he's still there. He's skanking along. He's having a great time. He's making friends with the girl next to him. Yeah. And Yule is giving Junior a pep talk. Yes. Which is very cute. He's like, you've worked too hard and too long. You cannot give up. Yeah. And if it weren't for you, none of us would be here. Yeah. But Junior's like, listen, you don't understand. My dad is so mad. And I think it, I should. it's just best for everybody if I just do what he wants and I just go home. And you'll like, and let down your entire team. Like, it's not just you. Yeah. You know. It's about us, too. We can't do this without you. Yeah. And your dad is not the king of the world. No. Junior gets a little bit too loud. He's just like, what should I do? And like banging his like stein on the table. And Yosef Gruel comes over and it's just like, hey, shut the fuck up, Jamaica. Yeah, he's like, you don't own the bar or yeah. something. Which like, there's loud music playing. Like, fuck off. Right. But he just wants a reason to yell at him. And yeah. he says, listen, you've got no business being here. You and your stupid friend playing like you are bobsledders. Stop playing tourist. Go back home. Listen, first of all, no one would be a tourist in this city at this time of year. No! The weather is terrible. It's so cold. <laughs> Junior tries to say something back to him, but he can't. Mm-hmm. So you'll like, because he, he pushes him down. Yeah. Joseph pushes him down. And Yule comes up and it does the thing where it like starts at his feet <laughs> and like the camera goes up, you know, to his angry face. Yeah. Joseph's like, uh, okay, well, this guy is big. <laughs> yep. I'm gonna go. Yeah. So Yule grabs Junior and drags him to the bathroom. Makes yeah. him stand in front of the mirror. Yeah. And he says... Who do you see? I see Junior. Well, you want to know what I see? I see pride. I see power. I see a badass mother who don't take no crap off nobody. Yeah, and Junior's like, really? You see all that? You see all that? In my stripy shirt? <laughs> my little polo? My little hat. <laughs> I like how he says badass mother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sounds very tough. I know. And Junior's like, uh, Okay. But yeah. he was like, yeah, say it with me. Come on, repeat it back. Yeah, he's like, it doesn't Pride. matter what I see. Right. It matters what you see. Right. How you see yourself. Yes. So so let's hear it. Yeah, say it back to me. Yeah, so he's like, Pride. Mm. Uh, and he was like, power! <laughs> like yelling power. at him. Power? But then he finally, he's like, yeah, Pride. Power. A badass mother who don't take no crap off of nobody. Say it again. Pride. Power. And then he's he like, just is like, Pride. Power. Pride. Power. Pride. Power. <laughs> <laughs> he walks out of the bathroom. The yeah, he was like, wait, where's he going? <laughs> yep. And where he is going is to confront Yosef Gruel. And he walks right up to him and he, he says, listen, buddy, I will not be spoken to that way. So you'd better come up with a damn good apology. Mm-hmm. And then Yosef says, or what? Yeah, and pokes him, pushes him until he falls down. <laughs> Junior's like, um, I had not thought that far. Ahead. Yeah, I thought that you were just about to. I just, pr- <laughs> pride, power, badass. My- but here comes Gruel and you'll... Punches him right in the face. Yeah! And then there's a bar fight! Yeah! And then we see Sanka, who is now perfectly in step. He's learned all the moves. He's yeah. doing great. He has also traded his, like, big Rasta Tam for the cowboy hat on the yeah. lady next to him. She's wearing his hat. He's wearing her hat. It's yeah. so adorable. But he says, uh-oh, gotta go. Runs over, just jumps into the fray. Yeah. Doesn't know what it's about. There's it a lot matter. of busting glass bottles over heads which yes. is very dangerous <laughs> it is extremely dangerous they act like it's just like haha i got you yeah i was like no, no you have to go to the hospital yep <laughs> but yeah so they get back to 
the hotel. Uh-huh. Where Dorisa's very mad at them. Yes. The three of them are just giggling. I know. Like, they know Dorisa's mad, and they know that they're in trouble, but they're also just, like, riding this high of, like, yeah. we punched that guy in the face, yeah. and he totally deserved it, and it was dope. Yeah, they still got a lot of adrenaline, uh-huh. so they're just, like, kind of giggly about it. Probably drunk. <laughs> yeah, but Yul's like, hey, that East German guy pushes one of my teammates down, I'm gonna have to fight back. It's so cute that he said teammate, because earlier he was like, I'm not on a team with anybody. Right, I know. He's and now he's saying that he's growing. with teammates, and especially that it's Junior. <sighs> yep. But Teresa's like, listen, the Swiss aren't out there fighting and drinking and carrying on. Mm-hmm. They're professional. They mm-hmm. got it together. Yeah. Sanka says, yeah, they're not smiling either. They're not having any fucking fun. <sighs> but so... then Irving comes in. Yeah. And yells at them. Yeah. And he's like, I told the guy that you all were slow. Yeah, and, mentally deranged. Yeah, so they're not gonna press charges. But look, nobody here likes us. And mm-hmm. if we're gonna qualify, we need to start kicking some ass. Yeah. I'm gonna kick your ass. Yeah. I believe him. Yep. I wouldn't want John Candy mad at me. <laughs> no. So then, the next morning, we see Irving asleep in his bed. Yes. And, and the then team we see... It's like, alright, yes. let's go. We see an alarm clock next to his head, 6 a.m., wakes him up, and they're all ready, and they're like, it's ass-kicking time! Yeah! You said you were gonna do it, let's do it! Now we get a training montage. Yep. Running, working out in the gym, uh-huh. more running, uh-huh. throwing snowballs at Irving. Yep. <laughs> Practicing turning. I do love when they're doing pull-ups, and Irving is helping Senka. Yeah. <laughs> He's like picking him up. He's like, one day you're gonna have to do this by yourself. <laughs> That's very cute. Yeah. They're all sitting in the hotel tub together. Yeah. Left turn. Turn five. Left. Turn six. Straight ahead. So they have to have some... They know what the yeah course yeah. is going to be. Yeah. And now Irving has a surprise for them. <gasps> it's matching outfits with the Jamaican team. Yeah. With the Jamaican flag on them. Yeah. <sighs> it's so cute. And the way they're presented is very like, he just turns on the lights and yes, they're all there. It's, hanging up. That's nice. Oh, that's so cute. <sighs> so now we see Kurt, who sucks. Yes introducing irving to the judges he's like this guy's watching the middle of the track this guy's watching the push starts and i will be up in the tower and irving's a little bit like oh shit you i thought what what happened to the other guy yeah because he knows the other guy and knows that he's like a good guy yeah and kurt's like yeah no it's me you gotta deal with me yep also the qualifying time has been shortened Uh uh-huh because when irving was in the olympics the qualifying time to beat was 105 yes and then now it's 102. Yes. And then Kurt says it has to be a minute flat. Yes. Suddenly. Yeah, and two seconds is a lot. Yeah, especially when you're sliding on ice. Mm-hmm. So now we've, it's the qualifying race. Mm-hmm. It's here. Yep. The moment. They get up to the start. They count to three in German. They all hop in. Yep. Their push start time is 6.13. Which, which isn't is, great. Not great, right. He yeah. was saying, you know, if you want to be anybody, you got to be under six seconds. Right. And so we get, you know, we see the whole, like, uh, the whole run. Yeah. Slipping and sliding. And they get to the end. Did they make it? Did they qualify? They did. They did. Just fucking barely. Yeah, they came in at 59.46. <laughs> yes. Yes. I was watching this and I went, ah. Yeah, I know. You can't <laughs> help but be like, they did it. You know they're going to, but like, oh, God. Yeah. And they then they, it. since they qualified, they get to paint their sled. Yes. And it looks so much better. It really does. Yeah. Uh, and John Candy has brushed his hair for the first time in this movie. <laughs> well, he felt like it was worth it now. I know. 
So they're like, oh, it's all done. They're sitting around drinking uh, Cokes, which is cute. Uh-huh. And, like, they keep cheersing because yeah. they're, like, the glass bottle Cokes. Yeah. And they're like, what should we name the sled? And Junior says, Tallulah. Yeah. The other boys make fun of it. They're like, that's a hooker's name, basically. Tallulah. Yeah. Tallulah. Where'd you come up with that? Tallulah. And Junior's like, it's my mom's name. They're like, it's beautiful. Even John Candy is like, yeah, it's great. That's yeah, great, actually. I really like it. Yeah, it. it's a good name. Tallulah yeah. is, the, I like it. But Doris suggests cool runnings. Yeah. Which means peace be to the journey. Which is great. Yes. And they cheers that. Yes. And then cool the messenger runnings comes. to the journey. To the messenger. Clink, 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 clink. The cheers to that. But the letter that Irving gets says that they've been officially disqualified. Oh. So Irving goes to yell at the Olympics board. He just walks right into that meeting. Yeah, hell yeah. Interrupts them in the middle of whatever it is they're fucking talking about. Yeah, whatever it was. Not important. Not as important as this. But he's like, Kurt, I need to talk to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're doing this because of me, that's dumb. Yeah. Like, if you want to kick me out, that's fine. Yeah. like, don't punish these guys. Like, they're good at this and they've worked really hard. Yeah. Because, I mean, he goes in and he's like, what do you mean we we're disqualified? You know, the rules say this and this and this. And Kurt's like, well, the rules are different. We've decided to change the rules. We changed the rules right now. Yeah. And he's like, you've you changed the rules to kick us out specifically. And yeah. I get it that you're mad at only me. only affects us. Yeah. I get it. But, like, these kids have done nothing wrong mm-hmm. and they worked really hard to be here while everyone was laughing at them. Yeah. And they deserve to be in this race. Yeah. It's so weird him giving this speech because it's john candy yeah and he's just so serious i know but it like he does a great job he does a really good job yeah. and it's you know it's very heartfelt and uh especially because you know it, the the dudes are being racist they're like we don't want to be embarrassed we don't want the olympics to be an embarrassment right. and irving's like well, because they're black yeah he just fucking calls them calls out calls them straight out yeah and uh so then he's like anyway whatever i'm fucking leaving yeah, he's like, yeah, I know I cheated 16 years ago. I made a huge mistake. I let everybody down, but that was about me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we find out, too, in this moment that, like, Kurt was His Irving's coach. coach. Yeah. yeah. So he's like, I let my coach down. You. But yeah, again, if it's about me, then I'll leave. But don't touch these guys. So then he leaves. And then they're all sitting around. Mic drop. Yeah. <laughs> they're all sitting around the in the hotel, and the phone rings. And then he answers it, and he does a classic bit where he pretends to be sad he's like okay yeah no i understand and then he hangs up and says we've been requalified yay yay and then we see back in jamaica we see a little boy running yeah and he makes it to the restaurant and they're all watching the i don't know what you call that the country ceremony or the the opening ceremony yeah yeah, 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 yeah. where all of the the teams walk yeah with their yeah. flag and mm-hmm. 40 jackets on if you're from jamaica yeah 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 <laughs> And um, they're there with their flag. Yeah, and I just think the it's four of them. Great because they're like the truck that they're on is very like I feel like it would be driving around the streets of Jamaica because it's just like an open bed yeah. truck, you know. Yeah, it just seems very like they're proud of where they're from. Yes, yeah, and they should be. And then we see them moving into the Olympic Village, and Junior has way too much luggage. Of course he does. Yeah, I wish I had written the whole thing down, but Irving <laughs> has written a very yeah. cute bobsled psalm the mm-hmm. only part i got is on earth as it is in turn seven yes um this is just really cute it is cute it reminds me of school of rock for those about to rock yes <laughs> <laughs> uh and then there's a knock at the door oh it's junior's dad oh he's no. come all the way to calgary to tell him that he has to go home you might not do what you were asked but you will do as you're told and you're coming home 
go and get your things. I'll meet you in the lobby. Yeah. And he's in the elevator, and Junior is standing outside the elevator. And as the door is closing, he goes, Pride, Bowen. He sees his reflection. Yeah, and he stops the door from closing, and he tells his dad, What do you see when you look at me? Yeah. And his dad's like, I see a little lost boy who's very lucky to have his dad who can guide his way. Yeah. And then the door goes to close again, and he stops it. Mm-hmm. And he says, No. You don't know what's best for me. I'm not lost. I'm a man, and I'm an Olympian, and I'm staying right here. Yeah. And then he lets the door close. Yeah. Yeah. Like, an Olympian, Dad. It's important. Yeah. Like, it's not like, oh, I, I'm trying to be an Olympian. I qualified. I'm in the fucking Olympics. Like, whether or not I win, you know, is ha- remains to be seen. But I am here, and I made it. And also... It'll be over soon, and I'll come home and get a drop. Like, what? Yeah, why would you yank me out of here in the middle of this race? Like, it's silly. But Yule was watching the whole thing. Yeah. And he calls him a badass moto. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. So, now it's time for the actual Olympic yeah. races. Yeah. We see all the Jamaicans watching from Mama Coffee's restaurant. Yeah. That's very sweet. And they've got, like, a big chalkboard where they're putting like all the scores and stuff and so the they can keep track kids of have it done it and they spelled some of the words wrong the country <laughs> names wrong but they like Aww. you can tell where they erased it and went back and fixed it yeah. and it's just like very heartwarming it's so precious yeah um and then we see yeah, the two commentators who i'm sure are actual sports people probably yeah. uh talking about the top contenders we got switzerland east germany and canada yeah um they're like we see, like, a montage of all the teams competing. Now it's Jamaica's turn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is just smacking everybody, smacking them on their heads, smacking them. And Sanka's like, why are you fucking hitting me? And yeah. he's like, that's what the Swiss do. And Sanka's like, yeah, they also make those tiny little pocket knives, but you don't see us doing that. Right. This but anyway. very silly. But they're ready. So then. They're gonna do it. Ein, zwei, drei. And they're off. They don't do super great. No. They don't. They almost don't make it into the sled, uh-huh. which kind of like throws them off balance for the rest of the time, basically. Right. And uh, the commentators are rude. Yeah. Everyone is rude. Yeah. They're in last place just by like two seconds, honestly. But right. that's how close it is, you know? Yeah. Let me see Irving, who is giving them the opposite of a pep talk, whatever yeah. you call that. He's just like, you choked. Yep. You kn- You know what to do. You know how... You you have all the tools, yeah. and you just fucking choked. Yep. What? Well, I have nothing more to teach you. Like, you guys just have to do it. Yeah. Yeah, you um, gotta stay loose. And that's not something I can teach you. Yes. And then Doris starts in. Waiting yeah. so long for this next speech. Yes. Because, like, it's kind of obvious that it's coming. And I was yes. like, will someone just say something? Right, please. <laughs> I know he's the leader, but someone needs to, like, yell at him for a minute. Yeah. Because Doris starts in and he's like, okay, well, when the Swiss team wants to relax and everybody is just like, shut up about the Swiss. Yeah, but Doris is like, look, I'm just trying to help. Like, they're the best team. Yeah. And they're a good, like, model and we should model ourselves after them so we can be good. Exactly. But Senka is like, listen, the right, you know, we got started on the wrong foot. The right foot for us is not the Swiss foot. Yeah. We are not them and they are not us. Yes. And I, you know, I didn't come here to forget who I am. Exactly. Doris is like, I'm not forgetting who i am you know and senka's like i'm we're jamaican we need to act jamaican we need to be who ourselves trying to be someone else is getting us all worked up yes what with the the einstein dry and all that like that's what's making us so tense you know that's not it's not us 
Right. And we need to be true to who we are and yeah. we'll do better. We're a Jamaican bobsled team. Exactly. And that's cool. Yeah. So then they show up to their next heat mm-hmm. and they're all singing Sanka's song. Yeah, all together. It's cute. And they've uh, included Irving in it. Mm-hmm. They give him a little hat. Yeah. And he's stoked about it too. It's cute. Yes. It's like the first time he's really loosened up. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, all of them are loose now. Yeah. Like, they're they're feeling good. Yeah. So they get up to the top of the hill, and they say, Feel the rhythm. Feel the rhyme. Get on up. It's bobsled time. Cool runnings. Yeah. And they take off. And the commentators are impressed. They're like, who are these guys? And what happened to the Jamaican team? Yeah, definitely not the guys that we saw yesterday. Uh-huh. And they do so good they do so well i love the commentators go where do they come from and then we cut to the restaurant everybody goes jamaica yeah and they move from 28th place up to 8th place yeah yeah crushing it right so much better so then we see Doris sitting in his hotel room practicing mm-hmm. all the turns yeah he's looking through the photos mm-hmm. yeah and irving comes to talk to him and Doris is like i have a question you know and you don't have to answer it if you don't want to but and irving's like you want to know why i cheated yeah and Irving tells him, you know, I, I had to win because I made winning my whole life. And when you make winning your whole life, you can't not win. And right. I would do literally anything. And Doris is like, but I don't get it. You had a gold medal. Like, that's wonderful. Like, that's so cool that that happened to you. Yeah. But yeah. Irving says, that's the thing about gold medals. If you're not enough without it, you'll never be enough with it. It's such a good message. Yeah. Especially in a, in a movie like this. Yeah. Where it's like gotta win gotta win gotta win you know and irving's like i don't know that uh that there is another like sports related movie where it's like it's like winning is not important well where the coach is disgraced like this mm. you know like it's always like i got injured and never reached my dreams so now i have to coach the team so i can feel fulfilled you know like yeah. he's like you know you don't even need the gold medal you just have to be enough on your own yeah it's just sweet and i like it and Dury says, how will I know if I'm enough? He says, when you cross that finish line, you'll know. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. So now, it's on to the third heat. Yes. And Mr. Coolidge is there yeah. to watch the team. Uh-huh. And both the commentators are wearing Team Jamaica shirts. I know. Which is so funny, because one of them's like, you know what? Fuck it. And yeah. he like, opens a shirt, and he's like, Team Jamaica. And the other guy's, hey, guess what? Me too. And also, this is like... <laughs> Those Team Jamaica shirts, the design on them is really tight. I, I was know. like, can I get one of those? Probably. <laughs> uh, you will kiss his, Sanka's egg? Yes. I just, oh my god, I was getting so hyped at the end of this movie. Uh, I know what happens and I was still yeah. getting hyped. It's time to race. Everybody at the restaurant is cheering them on. And they are doing great. Like, yeah, their start time was great. Start out great. Got up there clean. Mm-hmm. But they're a little bit out of control. And we see that something is coming loose in their sled. I know. It's not fair. It's, it's not, not their fault. Fair. It's because they didn't have a lot of money. I know. If they had a bunch of money, they would have won. I know. Yeah. But they crash. Uh, they crash hard. Yes. For a long time. It is very hard to watch. I don't know how they didn't get very hurt. Because they're going like 75 miles an hour. Yeah. And they slide along on their heads. Like, yes. I know they're wearing helmets. Right. But. Yeah. This is actual footage of the actual team crashing. Oh, shit, really? This shit's real, yeah. You can tell, like, a little, like, it changes a little bit, like, the quality of, because this is footage from the Olympics where the actual Jamaican bobsled team crashed. Oh. 
Yes. That's so sad. <laughs> None of them were hurt. Yeah. In this crash. Like, That's good. Yeah. But it's it's hard to watch. It really yeah, is. They slide along on their heads for on their so heads. long. <laughs> and they're not moving. No. You know? And so you're just like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Are they dead? I mean, they can't move. You right. Know? They just have to, like, wait it out. I know. Which must be terrifying. Yes. But anyway, they finally come to a stop. Yeah. And we see, again, it's... I didn't even think about it until right this second. It's reminiscent of when Doris was watching, like, the other Jamaican runners go ahead of him and oh, win yeah. the qualifiers. Yeah. It's from his point of view, again, where he's mm-hmm. just laying there on the ground again. Looking at the finish line. Yes. Yeah. And the paramedics are running towards them. Mm-hmm. But then we hear Sanka say, Doris, you dead? And he says, no, man, I'm not dead. And we have to finish this race. Yeah. And so they get out. And we see, like, the paramedics are all crowding around them, but then we just see the paramedics, like, park part ways, and then we see the four of them carrying their bobsled like yeah, pallbearers. I know! And they walk very slowly and arduously, because I bet you that sled weighs so much. And they're probably, even if they're not, like, seriously injured, like, they're hurt. hurt. Sh- like, shaken yeah. up. Like, yeah. Yeah. Cold. <laughs> yes. But then, Yosef... Mm-hmm. starts clapping yeah and then roger and then yes. everyone even kurt the last one kurt is joins clapping. in at the end and then we see junior's dad is there and he's wearing a team jamaica he, like, t-shirt his shirt open yes. he's like yeah and i this almost that part almost made me cry because he was just like yeah my son stood up to me and i'm proud of him and look at him and he's doing good uh-huh <laughs> oh did it get you oh yeah i fucking cried <laughs> Hundred percent. It was his. It was his dad wearing the fucking team Jamaica shirt. Yeah, I almost cried. Yeah, that I was just like, he's proud of his son. I know, and especially because Junior sees him, and that's important. Yeah, and he acknowledges him. Yeah, goes on. Yes, and everybody is hugging, and Sanka's lucky egg is still intact because Mm -hmm. it's made of rubber. Yes, and then we see, and then we cut to like Mister Coolidge's office. And he's hung a picture of the team with Irving Blitzer and their sled. Yeah. In his office on the wall. Very sweet. And then we get a little card at the end that says, you know, the Jamaican team returned home as heroes and the next Olympics competed as equals. The end. The end. So. Yes. A replay. A rewind. Yeah. I would watch it again. Absolutely. Yeah. So very cute. It's very good. Um, did It didn't make you cry? Almost. It, it almost got me. Yeah. It. I, I couldn't help it. If I wasn't in a hurry, I'm sure it would have <laughs> made me cry. Yeah, that's fair. If I had time to, like, you know, focus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, so it came out October 1st, 1993. Nice. It had a budget of $17 million. Nice. It made $154.9 million. Tight. Did really well. It was, I think, the highest grossing Disney film of that year, or oh. maybe the highest grossing film. I'm not sure, but yeah. it just... I mean, it, it did really well. Uh, it has a 76 on Rotten Tomatoes, which I think is close. You know, it's yeah. not like... I would give it like an 85. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I would I would give it higher. But I can see critically, it's not like a good... Like, it's not a like great movie. Like, it's not breaking any ground. Right. But it's fun, and it's cute, and it's silly. It's done well. It's, yeah. There are a couple scenes that are like, oh, this is going on too long, or, you know, we didn't need, like, this little thing, but... Yeah. It's a little cheesy... Yeah, but it's... But that's... It's meant to be. A sports movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, a Disney sports movie, for fuck's sake. I feel like they handled a lot of it really well, too. Yes. Like, I don't know. It could have been very... They could have easily fallen into, like, the... I don't know, the magical black people trope. Yes, or just 
even Jamaican stereotypes, which they don't. You yeah, know, they absolutely. show like these very four very different people and Yeah, you know, who like, are are like well rounded, developed people rather than being like caricatures of a culture. Yep. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. So as I already told you, they wanted Eddie Murphy to play Sanka Coffee. Yeah. Uh Disney's dream lineup was Denzel Washington as Doris Bannock, Eddie Murphy as Sanka, Wesley Snipes as Yule Brenner, and Marlon Wayans as Junior. And John Candy as Irving Blitzer. So they wanted him from the beginning. I just imagined that in my head and I didn't like it. <laughs> I know. Denzel Washington and Eddie Murphy were both like offered the role, but they turned it down because um the pay wasn't enough. Yeah. So I'm sure. I'm glad that they didn't. Me too. Denzel Washington is not the right person. No, he's too serious. For Darius, yeah. And yeah. even when he's, he can be silly, but even when he is, it's just like, like not the right tone. Yeah, I think Denzel Washington thinks very highly of himself. Yeah. Um, and he, you know, he should. That's fine. Sure. Yeah. He's an incredible actor and a very attractive man. Yeah. But it's not the right vibe for this role. What was that uh, fucking Adult Swim show? I don't know. I cannot remember. It was like a bunch of like shitty superheroes that lived in a house together. Oh. Not drawn that? together. Yeah. Yeah. It was drawn together. Yeah. And there was that one woman who's obsessed with Denzel Washington. And I <laughs> will never, I cannot think of Denzel Washington without thinking of her going, Double Dong Denzel! <laughs> Talk about Denzel Washington having two dicks. Like, I <laughs> wish, that's the thing I wish I could surgically remove from my brain. I heard. That motherfucker had like thirty goddamn dicks. <laughs> Washington, Washington. That's actually just about Denzel Washington. <laughs> Fucking six feet tall and killing for fun. Anyway, uh, Tupac Shakur also auditioned <gasps> to be in this movie. He could have done a good job. He could have done great. I love Tupac. So he's so soft. He's so soft. He would have been good. I know with his beautiful eyelashes. It'd have been great. Uh, maybe he can't do a Jamaican accent. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. So, Roger Ever gave it two and a half stars, which is okay. It's, his review is weird, because he kind of shits on it for being unbe- unbelievable that they would train in a bobsled with wheels. He says, the problem with a story like this is that it's almost too perfect. It tends to break out of the boundaries of the typical sports movie and undermine those easy cliches that are so reassuring to sports fans. The Olympics have fostered a cult of excellence in which athletes become superhuman and victories are measured in a tenth of a second. If a bunch of guys can get there by practicing in a bobsled with wheels, nothing is sacred. That's what? What's the point? I know. And then he immediately turns around and also shits on it for being too formulaic. So he's like, this isn't believable because it doesn't follow the formula. Also, it's too formulaic. Yes. Yeah, because he then goes on and explains basically the whole plot of <laughs> Cool Runnings. But he's like, if you if you're worried that I just gave away the plot, this is the plot of basically any sports movie. You know, you've got the like, and I mean, he's he's right. He's like, you know, you've got the team that um, they're not great at the beginning. Yeah, the underdog. And then we see the montage yeah. of them like getting better and the coach can't believe it and then there's some reason why they can't compete but then oh it turns out they can you know so he's like this is every sports movie but i'm like you just said that it doesn't or that it breaks the boundaries and now you're mad at it being i don't understand what you're mad about yeah roger ebert just say you're racist (laughs) (laughs) truly he does end it and say it's not a bad movie 
In fact, it's surprisingly entertaining, with a nice sweetness in place of the manic determination of the average sports picture. The actors playing the bobsledders have a nice comic charm, especially Dougie Doug as a high-energy guy named Sanka Coffee, and John Candy has a couple of stirring speeches that he somehow delivers as if every word were not recycled from other films. If you like underdog movies, you might like this one, especially if you haven't seen very many. Ebert, what are you talking about? I don't Yeah, just go. Just go home. (laughs) Ebert, you're drunk. Just go. Anyway, Kevin Thomas of the Los Angeles Times called the film a sweet-natured, high-spirited comedy that rare movie that plays effectively to all ages. Even rarer, it celebrates genuine sportsmanship, placing the emphasis back on how the game is played in the face of the winning-is-everything philosophy that permeates every aspect of contemporary life. Yeah, so like we were saying. Exactly. Yeah, And then Richard Harrington of the Washington Post said it was a wholesome, engaging, frequently hilarious, ultimately inspirational film. Yes, good. They get what's up. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, I didn't find a lot of trivia about it. In fact, this is some of the worst IMDb trivia I have ever seen. Oh, no. Um, Audience, if you don't know, if you ever look at the IMDb trivia, sometimes it's, like, so unbelievable and there are no references and it Seems like just anyone can write anything. So sometimes it's like, okay, is this real? We yeah. have to find a second source. Right. Yeah. Well, it also, not only was it unbelievable, but it would be things like, one of them said, <laughs> they interviewed the guy who played uh, Junior, mm. and he said that the bobsled that they were using was real, a real sled. But on the other hand... The eggs were made of rubber. And I was like, this is not a fucking sentence. Like, it was just so badly. And then another trivia point was like, some of the nicknames that Irving Blitzer gets called in the movie are Irv and Sled God. It's like, yeah, I know. I just watched it. Like, this is not trivia. (laughs) Trivia should not be something that I could just glean from watching the movie. Lord. It should be something that I don't know. Anyway, it was bad. Yeah, that's terrible. So I don't have a whole lot of trivia about it. What I do have is information about the actual for real Jamaican bobsled. That's what I want to know about. Yes. Yeah. So this is loosely based on what actually happened there was a team in 1988 they did train in jamaica for a while and they definitely crashed yeah but the similarities pretty much end there okay Uh, in reality there were two american businessmen living in jamaica in the 80s and they watched the pushcart derby and they were like that's fucking tight we should start a bobsled team oh nice so they did yeah they backed the whole thing with the help of the jamaican tourism board so they didn't have money issues yeah they got to go compete they got you know they had everything they needed. They recruited track runners who didn't qualify for the Olympics. Okay, so that's accurate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But they went and found three dudes who had been in the army. Oh. They weren't, like, really trying. I mean, they were trying to get to the Olympics, kind of, but they yeah. were also just like, I just kind of run for fun, but mostly mm-hmm. we're in the army. They found three army dudes and one civilian. Captain Dudley Stokes, okay. Lieutenant Devin Harris, uh-huh. Private Michael White, and Samuel Clayton. Nice. And so they started training in Jamaica, but then they went to Lake Placid to continue their training. So oh. they didn't just, like, show up at the Olympics yeah, and they, like, good fucking luck. Yeah, they met some snow first. Exactly. Yeah. Also, the biggest difference, which kind of makes me happy, is that when they showed up to the Olympics, they were met with open arms. Oh, good. Everybody was really excited that they were an underdog team. Yeah. They were like, this is fucking nuts. This tropical <laughs> team, yeah. you know, is yeah. here to compete. But they weren't, like, other teams shared things with them happily. Like, the Canadian 
team rented them a really good sled so oh. that they could compete. Yeah. Everybody was just like really stoked that they were there. Hell yeah. Um, I read an interview with Devin Harris, who was on the team, and he was like, athletes aren't really like that. You yeah. Know? Especially when you get to the Olympic level, they're all just really stoked. Yeah, to all be together. That they're all there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that makes sense considering how many condoms get handed out at the Olympics. <laughs> well, I think everybody's also... just stoked to hang out together. Bunch of gays. Yeah. Their coach was an Olympic medalist, but he never got accused of cheating. Okay. In fact, it is common practice to put weights in your bobsled because there is a weight range that it has to fall in. Oh. And if your dudes are too small and you your sled to is weight. too slow or yeah. too light, then you have to put weights in it. Yeah, or you'll just fly off the track. Yeah. <laughs> it, you know, it can't uh, exceed a certain weight, but it also has to... There's a minimum weight requirement, Yeah. Too. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, the crash was not caused by faulty equipment. It was because the driver, Dudley Stokes, had suffered an injury in a practice run, mm. and so he lost control of the sled because oh. his shoulder was hurting him. Yeah. Which is a real bummer. He said... Which is kind of what we talked about. He said, when you're in a crash, there is not much you can do. You just have to go for the ride. And it's an interesting experience because you just see flashes of white that's going by. And you hear the sled scraping on the ice. And it's a horrible sound in your ear. And then you smell the burning of fiberglass. <sighs> he said, a sled is very small. The four of you are in a very confined space. And so if you panic, it just makes it worse. So you just lay there and you just wait for it to come to an end. <sighs> so, I mean, that's, you know, they look dead, but you just have to, like, just don't move. Just let it ride it out. Yep. Fuck. But they did, in fact, get out and push their sled over the finish line. Aww. There's actually a really cute picture. Oh, so they pushed it. They, they pushed it. it. Um, the driver is still sitting in there because I mean, you got to steer it. <laughs> and oh, I, true. I, I bet you it weighs like. Yeah, it's probably very heavy. It's fiberglass. Yeah. But yeah, it's just cute. He's still sitting in there, and then the three of the other three guys are pushing it over the. That's nice. It'd be funny the if they couldn't like get traction. <laughs> 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 But yeah, um, two of the guys actually who were in this sled mm. um, went out, went on to compete in the two man race that same year. Oh, nice. And they were, they didn't do very well. They were like, I think 35th oh. out of 41 teams. Yeah. But they still, you know, they got to I finish. I mean, that's okay. Yeah, that's still, you're still in the Olympics, man. Exactly. Yeah. And especially, you know, that year they'd never been in it before. So they competed and they qualified and they made it, you know? Yeah. Um, which is fun. And Jamaica has competed in the Winter Olympics every year since then. Hell yeah. Uh, in 20... When was the last Winter Olympics? 2018? What year is it? It's 2021. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, because there were supposed to be Summer Olympics last year in 2020. Oh, yeah. So there would have been Winter Olympics in 2018. Right. Um, so in 2018, there was also a women's Jamaican bobsled team nice. that competed for the first time. Hell yeah. They've never won. That's okay. And there was one year, I think 2014, they had to like crowdfund yeah. like crowdsource their funding to get to the olympics but they they have been and they've gone every year and it just makes me really happy uh i think most importantly is that devin harris who was on the original team loves the movie cool runnings good yes so anybody oh, yeah. else's opinion don't fucking matter i he probably is like yeah it was the bobsled's fault <laughs> <laughs> i want mm. everyone to know that yeah. <laughs> But yeah. No, that's great. Very cool. Um, yeah, cool. Very cute. Runnings. Cool running. Hey. Yeah, it's a good movie. I enjoyed it. Me too. It made me cold yes. to watch it colder than I already am. Yeah, but hey, that's why we did it. Because it's December now. And it's just going to keep getting colder as the month goes on. It's cold time. Yep. 
great. So enjoy that. Well, if you need to warm up by sending us a hot message, <laughs> hot as in interesting, not sexy. Please don't send me a sexy message. Uh, <laughs> you can find us Wait. on Instagram and Tumblr, Replay Rewind Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Replay Rewind Pod, or you can email us at Replay Rewind Podcast at gmail.com. If you want to listen to our other episodes, please go to wherever good podcasts are stored on the internet. We will be there for you. Wherever you get your noises, we will be there making noise. That's what we do best. <laughs> if you want to give us a little extra support, you can go over to patreon.com slash replay rewind podcast and check out all of our bonus episodes. We put out an episode every Tuesday. We do some remixes of movies that we have already watched. Mash them up with other movies or just rewrite them entirely if we didn't like them. Looking at you, George of the Jungle. <laughs> and once a month we pick a movie that uh, is usually in the 90s time frame or a little bit before but maybe r-rated you know maybe a little spicier than the ones we do maybe pg-13 Woo! definitely not no but yeah it's a good time so go check it out in the meantime stay fresh cold bags <laughs> stay fresh ice bags stay fresh ice packs okay stay cold runners <laughs> Stay cool, running. Oh my god. I gotta go. <laughs> Are you done? And don't forget to reduce, reuse, recycle, and feel the replay! Feel the rewind! <laughs> Get on up! It's podcast time! Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs>